This is the Triad Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? We're back with another real estate show with our terrific sponsors and real estate experts from the Ginther Group. They're right here in Winston-Salem, theginthergroup.com. Blake Ginther is our guy for all things real estate. Uh, Blake, I, I would apologize for the way that I sound, but you sound just as bad as I do, man. We're, we're both fighting something right now. I might sound worse. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> allergies. I've at least got a, a microphone here in front of my face that maybe yeah. makes it sound a little better or just amplifies the awfulness of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's better. And I sound better now than I did a couple of days ago. I was, I was um, basically losing my voice. Yeah, I don't know if it's allergies or cold, you know, as we were joking. I mean, we're, when you're in your 40s with a little one, um, uh-huh. you're going to get you're going to get some stuff now that masking is 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 no longer a thing. Yeah. So who knows, but, but, you know, and men are, are notoriously very strong, uh, uh, with illnesses that uh, were, we're the clearly, um, not at all the, uh, wusses, um, no. the weaker sex at all when we get sick. No, I absolutely. Well, we just got back from a trip to Florida that included Disney. And I joked with you, I said, you can't, I guess you can't go to Florida for a week because we just had spring break. You can't go to Florida with, for a week without bringing back some kind of virus. And yeah, I, I handled it uh, so brilliantly, much better than my wife would so well that I crashed at like seven o'clock at night when we got home and I started feeling bad. Yeah. And it was it was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally eschewed all of my uh, home and dad responsibilities that night because <laughs> I just had, I was so weak and pitiful that I just had to lay down and go to sleep. Yeah, I've got the kids this weekend, uh, and to- and Toby's going away um, as a mea culpa for how weak I've been the last couple of days, weeks. So <laughs> for those of that can't see us, this is, there's a, there's sarcasm font all over our faces. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. Um, all right, well let's let's jump into today's topic, and uh, we want to touch on a little bit of um, of federal interest rates. That that's certainly. Uh, something that's making headlines and and it kind of ties into not just the real estate market but overall economy because look I mean we it's been written about a lot now we are we are still in the midst but recently we have seen this historic rise in inflation of late and that's not just gas prices that that's everywhere um, and you know there's been a lot there's been a lot of things that have happened to try to not necessarily combat it, but level it off, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. To, to try to mitigate it as much as possible from continuing to rise at these levels. And um, and so interest rates came up as you and I were kind of doing our, our quote-unquote pre-show production meeting, we'll call yes, it. Yes, yes. Um, so, so tell us why this was such an important thing for you, why this caught your attention, and why it was um, something that should be discussed on today's show. Well, it's really, I mean, it's... Um... It's a super tricky conversation, uh, I think, because it's it's just not clear cut as to when these rising interest rates, when slash if they impact um, us locally. There's no doubt that um, you already are hearing nationally that it's impacting certain cities differently. Uh, and certain cities were already softening. Um, inventory was already ticking up. Um, but it is not, the needle has not moved at all in Winston-Salem, mm. like at all. Um, and we are still at two weeks inventory. Um, how, long, how long have we been saying this, Blake? Because the thing that we hear from people all the time that we keep trying to uh, bring some truth to on this podcast is, 
I'm just going to wait for the market to stabilize, to get better for, you know, it's just not the right time. How long have we been having this conversation that, look, this isn't changing anytime soon, right? A long time, right? We've been saying this now for, I mean, I think think we're coming up on a year, man. Um, Yeah. And and, your irony is, and and this is the real thing I want to hit home. uh, A lot of people took themselves out of the equation a year ago and they're not going to like what they find. Mm-hmm. right now they were going to wish they're going to kick themselves hard and they're going to wish and so what they're going to do is go well, I'll just wait another year um i don't i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> i don't think you're going to like what you find in a year and people are going to go well eventually it's going to be okay well i i mean sure eventually interest rates are going to find themselves back to where i think we're going to spend the majority maybe Right. Maybe we've always said that a healthy economy has been five or six percent interest rates. That's been the healthiest financially, um, economically speaking. That's a very healthy place. Um, I didn't think we would get there. And I don't think the government intends to stay there. Um, but but at the same time, they're going to they've committed. They said, if we got to go to 10 percent. We're going to go to 10 percent. Uh, and, and they're doing that to help. Right. They're doing that to soften the inflation. The irony is the people that that impacts the most are who they're intending to help the most, right? The millennial generation, the younger generation, folks who probably haven't had enough time to build wealth. Um, and, and, and housing is a key component to building wealth. So um, the intention is to help those folks. The initial rise in interest rates obviously hurts them the hardest, and, and the, here's the worst part for those that live in North Carolina. We're, we're a um, growth state. People are moving here. Um, more people are moving here than leaving here. Therefore, we're going to be one of the last ones to soften. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think, frankly, we might outlast the softening, right? They might, if nationally, if nationally, these raising rising rates soften their market and they don't stick to it long enough to impact our market. That's why I say, you know, the, you could stop listening now because really what I'm going to say over and over is by now. Well, yes, it's 5%. And if you had bought last year, it would have been 3%. Um, and yes, the same house that was, is, is now 200, you know, last year was probably 160, 165, 170. Right. And so that is a big difference. $30,000 more with a two per two point rise, right? Basically mm-hmm. is going to change your payments several hundred dollars. And therefore, it might take you out of the equation. But candidly, what people need to look at is okay, but rental rates aren't going down. Right. If anything, rate, rental rates are, are, are on the hike even faster than price increases. So, yeah, you because know. rental rates have to go up because property value is, is increasing. So you're you have you have more to cover if you're a property owner that's trying to make that's trying to rent it. In yes, in principle, what you said is true. In reality, most of the notes and the and the holdings haven't changed. Okay. It's just it's you know, this is but this is the key to inflation, right? This is why we're getting more economically speaking, and I'm probably taking it too far from real estate, but the reality is is what you just said is why we have to change, why the government feels they have to impact inflation. Sure. Because what we're talking about is most likely boomers and, and Xers who invested 
um, are uh, who who aren't their notes haven't changed. Their wealth is increasing. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, got it. Their, their wealth is increasing, and, and off of the off of at the detriment to the detriment of Gen Zs and millennials, yeah. and that's why I find it so you know ironic that millennials are typically the ones writing all these articles about you know don't buy right now, and it's like oh okay, I mean you said that a year ago, and that was wrong advice. If you're saying it now, I think I'm going to say the same thing a year from now. That's wrong advice. Yeah. So to, to kind of go back what you said at the beginning when I when I jumped in and interrupted about inventory, inventory has not budged locally. Two weeks, man. I mean, it's it's we're still floating at first in Forsyth County, right? We're still floating around uh, like 200 houses. Guilford's yeah. around 300. So it's still, yeah, it's still. Two to two to tops three weeks inventory. And, and we've been measuring it in weeks now for what, basically since a couple months after the pandemic, right? So for the last couple of years, almost, we've been measuring it in weeks where we used to measure it three to six months. That was the normal market. Um, now two, two weeks, three weeks is just too low. And, and I do think that has to soften. I do think interest rates going up will hopefully get us back to where we're measuring in months. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but by months, I'm not even sure I should be plural, right? It might be a month, right? It might be, you know, heaven forbid we get to two months inventory. Um, and, and that would be feel, that will feel better than the current weeks, yeah. you yeah. know, but, but that's really what we're going to always track. And, you know, um, new construction needs to hurry up and it's not right. Builders are still weary because they were so negatively impacted the last time we had, um, a massive, you know, inflation slash recession type situation. So, yeah, I think um, I, I do think that the real message. So is it harder to buy right now? Absolutely. Is it going to get continue to get harder? Probably. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing where I, I want to go back to your example about, you know, if you're looking at a $200,000 house right now on the market, you could say, well, you know, you missed the boat because last year, you you if you if you didn't wait you maybe could have had that home at 160 and if people are saying again now it's still not the right time well you, that that same kind of house may be at 240 next next year we we don't know but yeah. um a lot of signs are pointing to not saying that this is going to be permanent what we're in right now but when when you say you know I need to wait for things to get better. Well, how long are you are you willing to wait? Yeah. Because you it, could be waiting for two to three more years, maybe. I don't know. Well, meanwhile, you're paying record high uh, rental rates, right? Yeah. And that it, potentially. I mean, look, if you're staying with family and you want to ride it out for a couple of years, I, no judgment for me, right? I mean, I think you're going to wish <laughs> for many reasons that you had bought, uh, you know, yesterday. For the next couple of years, Um, you know, will we get back to hopefully a a level two or three months inventory, uh, which will feel amazing, and uh, and and then interest rates probably in the fours. Um, Yeah, I think we'll get back there. But do I see that in the next twelve months? No, maybe by fall of twenty three, maybe. But and I, you know. And I, I'm pleased, like I never, Adam, when have we, have we ever talked politics? I don't, I don't ever go there and I don't intend to go there. But what I will say is 
um, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, um, uh, it, it, when they have to get involved, it's never going to go perfectly. Right. I don't care who's in charge. It's never going to work out perfectly. And and honestly, candidly, right this moment, they do have to get involved. Right. Because they should have raised rates several years ago. They didn't. Uh, the wealthy got wealthier. And now we have a, a wealth, massive wealth divide. Yeah. Yeah. So explain. um Explain in, in basic terms for, for someone like me um, that needs it broken down in a basic way. Um, how, where are we on the inflation rate or not the inflation rate uh, on the interest rate, that federal interest rate right now. Um, so if you were, if you wanted to go and see our, our friend Ashley McKenzie Sharp at, at Fairway and, and get a mortgage loan, um, what, what would you be looking at from a federal rate perspective and how does the, the, that rise from where we were just a few months ago, how could this affect our, our local housing market or what do they hope the results might be from a real estate perspective? Yeah. So they're, they're in the fives there. Okay. I, I think they're five and a quarter ish, um, but they're, they're ebbing and flowing between five and five and a half upper mm-hmm. fives. Um, the government has said they will get to 10 if they have to, um, if they have to soften, if, you know, and again, um, it just depends on how, how, how this impacts the national market. Um, but but I do think that it's safe. That's why I say it's safe to say, um, you know, at some point in the summertime, I think I think we're going to be looking at sixes or sevens if they don't feel it's softening. Hmm. Um, I mean, heaven forbid, maybe eights. I mean, yeah. they're going to keep going up. Um, the, here's the craziest thing is statistically, nationally, now is when they raise rates and they often rate lower rates in the fall. Um, because of the housing industry, it's, it's a very spring and summer market. Um, so because they want balance, o- they uh, overall people want balance. Yep, yep. And so I think the I think that the the hard part really will be will we see will we see it go to that that seven eight percent over the summer? If we're going to see it, by the way, we're going to see it this summer. Um, and 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 not thereafter i don't think so i mean that it's the real question will be um does it get up into the 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 seven eight nine mark and doesn't need that does that and if it does i do think that the people who will get squeezed you know again will be the people that the government's intending to help which which is the folks putting less down um it will make it easier under 350 for the national investors to scoop up more properties yeah. I mean, this type of thing impacts the people that need financing and the people that need financing and the, which, in other words, the people who don't have the cash to, to get these, to, to purchase these homes, those aren't the wealthy people. <laughs> those are, those are the people in the middle class that, you know, that, I mean, look, if I went out and got a home, I'd have to get a significant amount of financing. So yeah, like this, this, this affects people like that. For sure. 100 percent. The short term, the people who need inflation to slow down the most are going to hate it the most, are going to hate what the things that that are going to start coming down and coming out from a federal government perspective. It's going to feel like, why are you punishing me (laughs) to those folks? And the the truth is that's and that's why we're saying, no, 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 no. no. Those folks need to buy right now because it is absolutely and the government in their defense have said loud and 
loud and proud, we're going to do this. So get off the fence because mm-hmm. we've got to do this to help at the market. Um, and and I, I think that it's it's um, in the long run, hopefully it it works out. Um, I think yeah. it will. I think I think our market has to soften. But between us, I've said it a long time. I think the new construction additional inventory is mm-hmm. what's lacking the most. And I think that um, if, you know, I will, I will never be in anything political because of my feelings towards politics. In fact, my son said he was going to get in politics and I almost cried. Um, yeah. he's 10, so I hope that he changes his mind. And um, be, because if I were, I would be looking to, to um, stimulate building. I would be looking to artificially enhance that not necessarily rising, not raising interest rates. And, and yeah. or I, you know, I, I might even, I'd be, I'd be looking to give programs for, for folks, for first timers, for, for the folks that they want to help um, some kind of additional options. Yeah. Um, but, and I think we might see that Adam, I really do think we might see that. Yeah. So you're saying that the, maybe the, the, the better fix instead of raising the cost of acquiring current inventory, let's figure out ways to create additional inventory. And that's, yeah. that's through new construction. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to put you on the spot and try to get you to look into your crystal ball and say, how far out do you think we are from getting back to new construction, getting, getting at the pace it, it used to be, because that's certainly going to help inventory and yeah. help uh, a lot of buyers out there. Um, but I do want to ask you just from from your experience and everything that, that your group has been doing in the transaction world over the last month or two. Um, look, it's still very competitive for buyers, still multiple offers on homes. You know, anything new that you've picked up that is worth or, or just um, repeating for emphasis to anybody out there that's saying, man, I'm just having such a tough time. Um, getting the home that I want. The competition is so fierce for everything that I'm looking at. Um, I, I need, I need a game plan and what I'm, what I'm doing is not working. So how do I adjust? You know, honestly, I think, I think I would advise folks to, um, cause I think locally folks have adjusted to the fact that they might not win that first go um, and to just keep going um, and to keep making strong offers um, and to have less fear, right. That this, that the sky is falling and that they're overpaying. Um, I think, I think locally, most folks have gotten past that. Um, but the national news and the national rhetoric is probably going to start to hurt those folks. So I think if anything, I would say, um, just, just stay really, really hyper local. Um, cause by the way, if you're a buyer in Raleigh, Anything that you have to do there, don't do it in our market because we're not the same and vice versa, right? So it's always high. It's hyper, hyper local. Um, I think the expectations by most have adjusted. Um, I think the main thing will be for folks to just um, get with an agent. Our number one job, an agent's number one job is to be super honest, super candid, and set expectations from yeah. the get-go. Yep. And, and I think agents um, have gotten more comfortable being openly insecure 
about what it's going to take to get a home. <laughs> I mean, honestly, any agent, I've been doing this 19 years. I think it's so funny because there's agents who've been in the industry a couple of years and and they're just so confident with what they think it's going to take. And I'm going like, I love your confidence, but you have no clue mm. because it, it it's just, it, we don't know. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, when, when I meet with folks and they go, well, can I, you, you think I can, can I sell for blank? My honest answer is possibly there are comps that can support it that, yeah. you know, I, I, and I, I've always given a range. Well, the range has to get bigger and buyers have to just be comfortable just going in and going, look for this home, you know, my number is blank. If I don't get it, we'll make another offer on another one. And, um, and, and I think that that's kind of the key approach to real estate for probably the foreseeable future is you got a number that you're comfortable with and, and, and it's, it's higher than where you started. Guarantee you that. Um, right, Adam. I mean, look, look, take yourself, right? I mean, the number that you initially (laughs) think is not going to be the number that it will be. And that's going to be continued to be the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and uh, look, you, you have to do that because um, I, I like, I like what you said there, because when I was thinking, when, when you were saying that the number one job of an agent right now, the thing that I immediately popped in my head in terms of what I would want out of an agent, and we use the Ginther group, um, the number one thing that I would want is setting expectations. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that in your answer. And, you know, I don't, I don't, it's not a real estate agent's job to tell you what to do, what home to buy, what you, what you want out of a home. That's up to you. Their job is to set your expectations and, and give you honest feedback so that you know exactly what to expect and there's no surprises. And, and you, can plan for, you can plan a winning strategy, as, as difficult as that may be. But it's, it's the truth. Um, so... One th- last thing, I know we're pretty much, I think we've gone probably long enough. One last thing I want to say is buyer remorse. Okay. We've talked, we touched on this. I don't think we touched yeah. on it last time, but, but, but I, I you know, buyer remorse has always been a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, every house, I've, I, every house I've ever bought, I've had buyer remorse Yeah, at some point in the process. Yeah. Um, so just know that like. Any big purchase, you're going to have buyer remorse. Yeah. Car, home video game system, you know, <laughs> TV, whatever, any, any big purchase marriage, you, you know, whatever. Right? <laughs> it's no, I keep, I'm, I'm very happily married of almost 17 years. So that's not my situation. You were, but, you were speaking of your wife. With yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. but, but I mean, it, it, yes. her having it, I want to, I want to clarify what I said. Yes, her having she, it she has it for sure. Yes. She's had it. Got many, it. Many okay. a day. Yeah. I want to make uh, sure I'm, I'm being so, clear here. <laughs> and, and I'm sure. And, and uh, yeah, I think I think that's the thing that we need to like, let's just get that out of the way. That's totally normal. And yeah. that's part of the expectation setting, by the way, is to for an agent to say, listen, I want you to like at some point, several times through the process, you're going to have like, is this the right thing to do? And yes. that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You should feel that way if you're making a big life decision like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because you think long and hard about it, and you're it it drives you crazy. Um, so yeah, when if you see a headline about having buyer's remorse over purchasing a home, <laughs> your reaction should be, yeah, and and duh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, before we get out of here, um, we're actually recording this on a day when um, I'm going to meet you guys here in a little while later this afternoon uh, yes. over at Broad Branch Distillery yeah. in Winston-Salem, right on Trade Street um, for one of your meetup events. You guys have been doing a lot of these and they're really cool. You did one at Fiddle and Fish. Um, you guys handed out pies to people for pie day, March 14th. And I know you got a star Wars thing coming up. So, uh, you know, just tell us a little bit more about some of these meetups and, um, why you do them, how people can find out more information about, uh, coming and hanging out with you guys. Thanks brother. So listen, they're all Winston based, right? They're all going to be, and not, I mean, I shouldn't, uh, some of them are outside of Winston. They're all triad based mm -hmm. and, and they're all, um, you know, we're, we've hired a videographer to kind of promote the local businesses, you know, even the pies, right. We do they're locally made. Everything mm -hmm. is, is local and, uh, and supporting the lo supporting local, pumping it up. Um, and, and our intention is to do an event every month, um, do some form of giveaway or an event. And, uh, and we have, you know, ladders that we loan out to our clients and power washers and right. Um, uh, basically you name it, we probably leaf blower, right? We, yeah. and the, the thing is we, our intention is that you not just come to us for names and numbers, but that you, you just, we stay top of mind that we just help offer, offer, offer equal try equal local yeah it's it's great i uh i filled out the google form uh to to rsvp for it and one of the things that you asked for is what do you need right now and we're not talking about a home like honestly anything and i think the example you had in there is like do you need a leaf blower for the weekend yep. you know it's yep. it's great i love it um all right uh hopefully we'll, we'll see some of the, our listeners out there maybe at an event in the near future but um for those that we won't see in person that but uh like what they hear on this show how can they get a get a hold of you guys yeah so um theginthergroup.com www.theginthergroup.com or give us a ring at uh, 336-283-8689 all right blake i will see you later on today cheers looking forward to it, man Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.